Hello, it's me. Did you miss me? Don't I'll shout it at once. Okay. Well, I went and guested on the Pointless Parrot podcast with Emma, and uh, I'm going to let you listen to it, because I'm incredibly funny. I'm such a good guest. I should guest more often. Um, so have a listen, and make sure you click on all the the links, and subscribe, and like, and follow everything that Emma's doing, because it's all rather good. And now, on with the show. That's that's why I've got a bunny because they never, they never ever walk around the house and they definitely don't meow. They don't really no, make any noise. No, but they bang with their bag, big legs. They right? do, yeah. When they're like really annoyed or like that, it's like they look at you and they just look at you right in the eye and they go, and you're just like, okay, well, what have I done? He no, if I pick him up, because he's he's not old. He's only three, but he's quite lazy, and so he does that thing sometimes where he's um, he rabbits kind of. I don't know if you're aware of this, but rabbits eat their own poo sometimes. Mm-hmm. So they've got two types of poo. And so they, when they eat like stuff, sometimes what they'll do is they'll poo it, they'll poo it and then they'll eat it again. But sometimes he can't be bothered kind of pooing properly. So sometimes he'll end up with it stuck to his bum. Um, and it's terrible. It's just like one of these things. And uh, what I need to do is I need to pick him up and I need to basically lay him on his back like a baby and we need to get um, some some kitchen roll and we need to pull whatever off off his fur and he always looks like what are you doing to me and then when I and regardless of how clean we make him because we've had to put him in the bath but regardless of how yeah he <laughs> did not like that regardless of how we do it and how gentle we are with him when we put him down he will run over to the corner of his cage and he will go like that, like really loud, like leave me alone. Even though we're cleaning them off and it's just like you're so ungrateful. We like feed you, we look after you, I literally wipe your bum for you and this is how you pay me. So, there you go. Hi and welcome to the Pointless Parrot Podcast. My name is Emma, and today I'm joined by the mostly magical appreciator of pogs, owner of a bunny. It's Richards from We're Not Wizards. You got the pogs thing in. Yeah. I can't believe that. Hello. Sorry. Hello. <laughs> I'm just like in shock because I was expecting, I was expecting many things. I was obviously expecting some kind of reference to magic, but the pogs thing. I, I reference magic, mostly magical. You did mostly magical, but then you brought the pogs thing in, and that is that is um, that's a call back to that's like Obi Wan Kenobi, and I mean that that was like, I haven't heard pogs since before you were born, <laughs> and uh, wow, that was I was literally um, kind of teased. I mean, I'm going to say use the word teased, um, almost bullied. Um, by Emma May, who repeatedly used to kind of like tag me in pictures of pogs, which I just think are the biggest waste of plastic. So thank you for um, <laughs> thank you for bringing bringing up that um, horrific, painful memory um, just before we start our conversation. I don't know about you. I'm I'm really enjoying this conversation so far. Thanks. Yeah. So how how are you doing after that? <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, it's. I'll be honest, um, when I thought about all the horrific things that happened in 2020, I didn't think coming on here 
was going to be one of those things. So it's amazing how these uh, these kind of things turn. No, I'm well. I'm good. Um, I am. I'm healthy. I'm fine. Yeah, I'm still alive. I'm still. I'm still about. I've not disappeared. I've not suddenly become a wizard um, full time. Yeah, we're kind of working on it. But yeah, I'm good. Oh, I'm glad. That's good that you've not disappeared. <laughs> right? Yeah. Just a little yeah. bit. Yeah. I don't know. I think I, I don't think I've ever been I've been on so many shows and doing other th- people's things since <laughs> it's like you run you run a podcast for four years and absolutely nobody wants you as a guest. You quit podcasting and all of a sudden, you know, I can't move for invitations pretty much. <laughs> it's quite a <laughs> it's just like one of those things. But um you know, how are you though? Are you well? I am doing well. My cat is uh, <laughs> on his daily rampant, rampant in the background. <laughs> so. I can hear that. It's just like, yeah. oh, they started talking. She's, Emma's talking to somebody again. Yeah, and he's like, oh, give me attention. Even Meow. though I cannot actually hear you talking to someone, I just see this door closed and I'm like, hey. Even though probably what you heard was him downstairs yes. with closed doors. Yes. Not even outside my door so is that does it do they get louder he would get louder if he actually yeah 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 how loud how loud can you measure have you done a podcast where you've just sat him next to my mic yeah i think that would be interesting to see what would happen if you did that i think people i think the audio like the it will spike for sure like (laughs) and that's the thing and once the audio spikes you're in a whole world of trouble you're in a whole world of you're in a whole world of pain yeah you know <laughs> this is kind of good do you know this is kind of interesting because um when i first spoke to you um you were kind of doing your videos and stuff like that and now you know i can't even keep up with the type <laughs> of stuff that you're doing you know if you're not if you're not streaming and doing D&D, then you're twitching. And if you're not twitching, you're guesting on other places. And if you're not guesting on other places, then you're just all over the world of tabletop. So, you know, I don't think, (laughs) I I think you're just doing so much great stuff at the moment. And it's it's good to see you kind of coming on well. Um, I don't know why I'm being kind to you, because you did bring up the pog thing. (laughs) Um, But I guess... (laughs) Thank you. Yeah, I I guess that's what I started off, like, I really appreciate it. I've been... I've jumped into like both feet now, like full in. Gonna try to see where it takes me. Work my parrot wings off, not not completely off. Just like I try to keep it safe, safe for work. Uh, PG. Uh, I don't know what the rating is, but <laughs> um, so I appreciate that. I I hope people enjoy all the content I've been pushing into their feeds because I also think a lot of people don't. Like, there's so many people doing things now, and I don't, like, want to overload the internet too much. But also I do, so... I think you have to... I think you have to grab it by both hands. Because there's always somebody looking for more content, and it's always good fun. And it's good to get some... And you need energy, and you need different energy out there as well. You know, yeah. and I think we're we're kind of in... We're kind of... Um, the kind of the, the time of doing something different kind of come along. You know, I think people are looking for slightly different things in their board game media. So whenever something new and exciting comes along, like yourself, a lot of people grasp it and want to see something different. And uh, yeah, you know, 
But uh, I seen it. I seen it. Um, things. Some things work really, really well, and um, some things don't kind of work as well. And you just have to keep on kind of trying. I'm not saying stuff like you that you're doing doesn't work, but uh, I've just. <laughs> I thought you were now gonna list. Okay, Emma. I was just gonna. So uh, okay, listen. Here's a list. I've been putting together a list of feedback, so I'm just gonna get my. It's. <laughs> it's okay. It's just four pages. It's really, really small written. Almost okay. like choking on my tea. It's okay. I'll send you the index. It's yeah. One page one to four. Okay, so we're just gonna start about. Um, okay, so section one is, um, now that you've been going for a while, have you considered a rebrand, and moving away from the parrot thing? Because I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> I can't we've done, anymore. We've done. We've done our ABC testing, and unfortunately, we've noticed that there's. The parrots potential. are, yeah. The parrots are kind of, they're, they're kind of hitting certain age groups, but we're kind of missing out on our, our core kind of demographic. So I don't know if you would think about maybe just a slight rebrand. Pirates uh, next, maybe? Pirates could work because it could still but be. But there already are pirates. There is a lot of game. pirates, yeah and, yeah. and and there's a lot of pirate thing kind of going on in the board game kind of thing, I guess. I don't know where I'm going with this. <laughs> It was a nice bit of uh, improv gonna, or well, not. If I'll it's, just, I, just, I am yeah. now worried about my inbox receiving a fourth page. Here's <laughs> <laughs> some feedback. Cross that. No, the the um, that's just the short notes. I've got to obviously type it out properly. Oh, true. So then it's twelve pages. Um, plus photographs. Yeah. Yeah. Probably, true. Probably. All the um, what's it called? Oh, I just know the Dutch word. What like. Well, attachments. Just, just say attachments. it. Attachments. Yeah, attachments, yeah. yeah. Just, you know, say it and let them, let everybody else try and figure out what you're talking about. Alle bijlagen voor het bestand. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that sounds great. About seven o'clock, but I don't think I'll make it to the party. Um, <laughs> do you know, are, yeah. you not, are you not tempted to kind of like introduce kind of like Dutch word of the week? Just that, I, I mean, again, yeah. education. Are you not thought about the like, next, like, like we're going to do a Dutch word. We're going to introduce it and we're going to like talk about it and we're going to educate people in how to talk in Dutch. I've seen people influ- like influencers or YouTubers do that already. So I feel like that's... So yesterday, right, I have to scrap that out of the... Just give me two seconds. Yeah. Let's scrap that out of the notes. But anyway, see, this is what happens. I need wrangled and I need controlled. Otherwise, I just... What, what's your favorite Dutch word then? St- um, I don't know. A stroopwafel word? <laughs> <laughs> thought to put you on the block then Dutch word of the day Stroopwafel Stroopwafels I like the stroopwafel <laughs> yeah. See the pro The problem No Because like There was the Austin Powers 3 movie And he tried to have He had gold Was a gold member And he had him doing a terrible Kind of Dutch accent Um. So I n- I've never I would never ever attempt to kind of do that but yeah that is my favorite dutch word stroopwafel because they're gluten-free and i can eat I, them. yeah i brought you some gluten-free stroopwafel <laughs> i know they lasted all about what two days yeah one day? if that if that i was just having them for breakfast i was just pouring milk on them any excuse at all i must have got through like so many cups of coffee on that day just as an excuse just to have them because they were absolutely fantastic. And um, that was all down to Oliver because I wouldn't have got them if the fabulous Oliver Kinner, 
who everybody, I mean, everybody should be checking out your content, but everybody should also be checking mm-hmm. out everything that Oliver does because he is a diamond in the rough. He's so supportive of everybody kind of out there. And, you know, and all I'm aware of is we're 14 minutes in and I still haven't said anything that makes any sense at all. So there you go. <laughs> well, that's perfectly fine, right? That's, <laughs> that's where we are. Like, you are not used to being out of control and this is the perfect setting for it because it doesn't matter. I know, which is interesting because, well, no, I always used to have like a structure, even though I pretended I didn't have a structure, but then you kind of let the conversation kind of flow where it kind of goes, you know. I, I do the same. I have a structure. I, I'm I just right there as well. I just can't help it. It's just one of these things. And then eventually you realise that after an hour you've got to say goodbye, so then you try and wrap it up and bring everybody back in so they're saying goodbye again, which is pretty cool. You I know. got worse at doing that. The episodes got longer and <laughs> longer. <laughs> but are you, are you getting used to kind of like the podcasting side of stuff? I mean, do you find yourself kind of like organizing things better? Do you find, do you listen back? Because do, do you listen back to the episodes that you do? Uh, yeah, during editing a lot. So I spend a lot of time on editing in the way that my headset bleeds audio. So I need to silence uh. all the parts where I'm silent because then the other person is talking and you would Uh hear i mean it's probably barely like noticeable but i notice it so i want it out and that's the perfectionist coming up then Mm -hmm. so i spend a lot of time on editing and then i do a final re-listen afterwards so i listen to the episode multiple times Mm -hmm. i think i've re-listened to the first couple of episodes later on as well i think i want to do the like probably soon as well but like after it released i need a break away from it because i yeah, heard no, no. all the con- no. i could not focus on an hour of content which i've heard for many 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 times already how do you because i used to listen through twice i think i used to listen through when it was editing and then i used to listen to again because i'm really funny and i want to just appreciate every single funny thing I said, but also to pick up on kind of vocal text and stuff like that and to make sure that people weren't kind of sounding, sounding kind of awkward. Do you, do you edit people? That, that's what I do. So it's the first edit, yeah. the first listen through, I edit out, this, I silence my bits, but mm. I listen to, or if someone like smacks their lips really loud, if I can edit that out because that annoys me as a listener sometimes. <laughs> like... I yeah I that's an that's a sound which kept me away from podcasting or listening really? to podcasts yeah. like hearing the mouth noises I just can't just no really <laughs> yeah that's I tried like listening to podcasts a couple of years ago but I couldn't like I like laid on could also be the editing or the certain podcasts I listen to but hearing like the saliva in someone's mouth or like. When they were speaking, I was like, I don't want to hear this. <laughs> Just like asking questions. And later on, later oh, on, no. we're going to be talking to a man. What are you doing to me? <laughs> and he, he is collecting birds' nests. Um, I'm just going to silence all your audio now. No, just that's kidding. fine. I, I think that's probably a long, kind of long overdue. My difficulty with guesting on places is is not trying not to, I guess, kind of take over. It's kind of learning to be 
a guest and waiting for people to add, ask questions and then not lead the conversation, which I'm not. I'm not used to Do you know what? I'm not used to that. Because, no? Because, no, no. Well, no. no, because my job is like I'm a consultant and kind of a salesy type of consultant person. So people expect me to... I guess, lead the conversation. Or they expect me to, they ask me a question, they expect me, so what do you think we should do? And they don't expect me to go, um, I don't know. What do you think we should do? I have no, no idea. No, that's true. Yeah. But you get into that mindset. I th- Yeah, I, I think it also, like, for me, I've not guessed it on a lot of podcasts yet. Yeah. It it got me into like the podcast because I got to be on the variable player variable player power podcast. That's a tongue twister as well. <laughs> um and that got like that got me into it and I think I am I can be a lot like, oh hey, hi, I wanna talk or mm-hmm. I, I've learned to listen more as well. So not I have to be careful not to step back too much during my own podcast, but I it's also about the guests, so where's the balance in that? And I think I've been learning how to deal with that as well. And it's also, and it's not just sitting there and thinking about something else to say. Because normally, oh, we're getting really deep for like, though it's meant to be actual, actually pointless. We <laughs> just can just make it the point. If you not listen to the latest episodes, I know, Richard. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> I know, I know. But all I'm saying is that a lot of the times people have conversations and you, a lot of the time people are sitting there and thinking about stuff that they can respond and things they can say back. And I think one of the things you learn about when you're interviewing somebody is that you need to, you actually need to be listening to people for what they're saying in order to make things kind of connect and lead up. And that's really, really difficult to do. And doing the podcast, it kind of gave me a whole huge respect for all these chat show hosts mm-hmm. not like i mean i'm talking yeah. about not not your james cordons of this world or anybody like that but you know the your older your older school like your Mar- michael parkinson's and things like that guys who were really kind of they had their questions but they were really really good at kind of david frost as well you know just going in and interviewing people and they were absolutely fantastic at kind of you were telling that they had a list of questions that they had to get through, but they were also really kind of good at linking linking stuff together, which was pretty, which was pretty kind of cool. Yeah, listening to the conversation and knowing when to ask the questions they had prepared. Yeah, just knowing how to lead up to that and then make a segue into it. Mm. Or, yeah, yeah, that takes a long time. I think it's one of these things. I think you've you've kind of got it, or it takes a long time to learn. And I still know of some people that they stick to a question format and that's what they do. And they're really good at the question format. And when I've spoken to them and said, well, why don't you make it kind of more free form? And it's like, I can't, I can't do free form. I just can't do free form. There's no way I could do free form because I know I wouldn't know how to control it or, and it's like a really, it's kind of like, it can be a kind of like a difficult, a difficult thing to do. And then you don't want to end up with, um, with kind of like dead air. Well, awkward silences can be funny, but it does like it needs to be appropriate. That's what I learned from FK at least. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's um, no, I, I it's it's kind of difficult because there's you've got to, um, and it also depends on the type of person because you'll be speaking to some people and there'll be people that you speak to that you're kind of like we're 
you kind of bounce off each other really, really easily and really, really quickly. And then there'll be other people that it's kind of, it's kind of like, um, it just kind of misses the mark a little bit. That mm-hmm. It's not like you're not having a conversation and you're not getting on, but there's some people that they're really good at picking up on somebody else's cues and just like running with the the conversation, which is pretty cool. I kind of like that. How did you experience that with doing so many episodes also with like a lot of different guests? Because we both like our format is... In a way, the same, having a new guest on mm. for an episode and then trying to bounce off of them. I, mm. I mean, this is only my 16th episode. You've How many have you, like, your first episode was the fe- February 13th in 2016. You've I know. <laughs> so long. The veteran. <laughs> 400 and, I think I've done about 400, 400 episodes. Yeah. And there was a bunch of those, which was me kind of reading out reviews. That I did because I used to do written reviews and then I thought there's going to be people who um, can't read the written reviews um, and they would like to have it. So I decided to record them because um, it allowed people to get access to how the way that we were doing the kind of the the written reviews as well. Mm-hmm. So I did that. But yeah, it was about 400. But yeah, you're right. There is some people that... Um, and it, And it's not... You don't, you don't have a bad show. It doesn't sound like a bad show. But some of them was like, it was, you had to find the um, the place where they were comfortable with talking about. <laughs> and funnily enough, it wasn't always um, to do with the Kickstarter project. Sometimes it wasn't, um, if you were speaking to somebody, you needed to find out where they were comfortable with stuff. And sometimes yeah. that wasn't necessarily about their game or their Kickstarter. Sometimes it was about talking about their um, what they did at school or what they did for a job or their family or their other hobbies that they have. So that was always that was always strange. But then you just had to run with it. You know, you had to find the common ground and then you had to go with it. And if that meant that the majority of the chat was like um, about that subject then it got to the point where they were comfortable enough where you could go, all oh, right, well, let's swing it back and bring it back mm-hmm. to the reason that you're on here at the first time. And by the time they're doing that, they were already <laughs> settled and they were already nice and they were already comfy and they were ready to have a conversation about it, which was which was always pretty cool, which I kind of liked. You know, I still enjoy you, it. Yeah. Do you think, because John uh, mentioned on his guest episode that he felt like he was in a therapy, do you think we are kind of like... Just just spitballing here, do you think that because we are like making the the guests hopefully comfortable they, and they open up more, they can it be like kind of therapy? Having so like our podcast therapy. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I don't know. Wow. Am I am am I am I um self centered and elevating myself above my purpose? I am. <laughs> no. <laughs> um now that wasn't aimed at you, that was me. Um I think um I think there's two ways. Okay. I think I was lucky in that I spoke a lot of people that I spoke to on the show had never ever podcasted before. So they'd never they'd never ever kind of they'd they were games designers. They were used to um sitting in rooms with groups of people and showing them the white pieces of paper that they had or the colour pieces of paper that they had, and they were used to kind of testing folk. 
and they were used to getting quotes and preparing marketing stuff and everything like that. And they were uh, and looking at the marketing stuff, but they, when it came to the actual marketing stuff, they weren't that good. And so I think sometimes it gave them a chance to kind of reflect on everything that they did or everything that they'd done. Some of these people doing the, the Kickstarters especially, or it just any of the designers that came on, um, it was a, it could be a point of reflection for them, sometimes for them to reflect back on everything that they did and everything that they achieved. And, and people, don't, people don't do that an awful lot. You don't sit back and talk about, you know, unless you're at a job, inter- like unless you're at a job interview, and that's when you would sit down and talk about kind of like your past and your achievements and what got you to where you were, you know, or, you know, um, you don't even talk about that with like a new partner. You wouldn't, you don't sit down and go, well, from 2015 to 2017, I did this and then I achieved this and I did that. So I think for some people, they enjoyed it because it was a chance for them to actually talk about their kind of their, um, their kind of journey, which I guess led, I can less led me into the, the more talking about the person than talking about the product, which mm-hmm. um, I think some people enjoyed. And I think some people got frustrated by. I think some people wanted to, and it was pretty clear, they just wanted to come on and talk about their game. And it was like, no, yeah, no, you're on, the, you're on the wrong show if you think you're here just to talk about your game. This is a bit of a given, a bit of a given take. But yeah, I can see that. I can see people kind of sitting there after the event and going, yeah, that was really fun. Because I guess the other side of it is, when are you given an opportunity to sit down for an hour and just talk about yourself? Yeah, could be really good. You know, <laughs> yeah. which I've not done. <laughs> You've I'm not very, done? I'm very secret. <laughs> I'm a very private person. Oh, uh, maybe. Is is we're not wizards, What like... Did because your most famous tweet, your pin tweet, oh. you have like your your <clears> first podcast will be awful, yeah. your first video will be, everything first will be awful. Yeah. Is We're Not Wizards also your first podcast? Or have you had a podcast adventure before that? Um no. It was no, actually, do you know that's wrong? That is wrong. Because I used to guest I used to be a guest, well, not a guest presenter, a co-presenter for another podcast on and on, on and off, which was a video game podcast a long, long time ago. And I used to guest on that and we used to talk. And that was when we first used to start doing the podcasts. Um, and I enjoyed them. You know, I enjoyed them. I enjoy them quite a lot because it gets me to talk about my favourite subject, which is listening to the sound of my own voice, which... <laughs> Which I was like, this sound file is going to be terrible. It's just going to be a big line of me. And then there's going to be like about two or three spikes where you're actually That's talking. not completely true. That's slightly true. Nah, but that's that's what this is. Like, I know. I, yeah. And normally for you, it's probably flat yeah. and then a little bit. But yeah, that, now you get to experience the I, other side. Yeah, I'm very Isn't it therapeutic? <laughs> it's terrifying. <laughs> terrifying therapeutic. Terrifying. It's <laughs> therapeutic. That's what it is. <laughs> Not even therapeutic. It's therapeutic. So now I cannot make the joke that your first po- podcast was awful. Oh, no, it was. Oh, no, 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 it was. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. No, I mean, 
Um, yeah. But it's doing it, though. That's the whole thing, isn't it? I mean, that was the whole point yeah. of it. It was like, it was really funny because I wrote it. I had, I decided to take the day off work. It was April the 1st. Oh, what a joke. I know. <laughs> I know. And I just, I kind of like, and I was just, I don't know what it was. It was, um, it came out of nowhere. That was it. And it came out of nowhere. The podcast, and it was, sorry. you know, the, 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 that tweet. So, oh. Yeah. Strange. No, the podcast was a long time planning. It was all of two, three weeks in the planning, I think. And I decided, well, because it was something to do, because I was looking for a new project, because I'm always doing, I'm always doing something creative or something stupid or something different. I've been always kind of creating something. If it's like writing or drawing or anything like that, I'm not, I just, I can't sit around and do nothing. I don't, I don't know. And it sounds terrible, but I really, really click with creative people mm-hmm. because I know when somebody says to me, all oh, right, yeah, I, I come home from work and then I spend like two and a half hours or three hours or four hours doing something else. I'm just like, yeah, I totally, I totally, I, I totally understand that. I totally know where you're coming from. I totally agree with that. You know, I, I can, I totally empathize with you. I don't, um, I, I was never being one of these people who, could sit down at night and just do nothing or watch TV. I don't know. And that's not a sling on anybody that does, because some people work. Some people find meaning through, you know, they they get their jobs and they, they love their jobs and they come home and that's what they do and they chill out or they've got really, really and super important kind of stressful jobs and at the end of the day they kind of sit down and chill out. And I've always kind of um, separated kind of what I enjoy from what I do for a work, you know, I've got that kind yeah, of balance. I think, yeah, everyone has their own way of relaxation. And maybe mm. for you, that is doing stuff which you enjoy. Or for me, it's a balance between doing nothing and actually turning off my brain or doing something I enjoy. I think that's a balance for me. I cannot completely sit still because my brain will also like always be turning mm-hmm. and going and just thinking but actually like laying down and physically watching netflix or something is sometimes necessary for me to recharge a bit so it's it's a balance for me but maybe for you it's like oh because i know you've had like nights where you recorded back-to-back episodes for the podcast and that's just like how what what is the the most episodes you recorded on one day four four all in one evening yeah no all in one day all in one evening yeah Pretty much. That's, yeah, that's a lot. (laughs) It's, yeah, well, I guess. But then... Because you work full time, right? Next to it. Yeah. Yeah, but my job's not like... um, It's not... It's not difficult. Yeah, okay, but still. (laughs) It requires not... It requires... It requires requires knowledge and it requires ability and it requires a certain amount of skill. And it's not, it's not difficult. It's just that I have learned to do what I do so other people can come to me and say, oh, how do you do this? And I can say, well, if you do this, then that's how you do mm-hmm. it. And they go, oh, thank you very much. Here, have some money. And that's that's my job. So I guess, um, yeah, as I say, I separate kind of like church from state, if you look at it that way. You know, what I believe in and what I, my passions are separate from what I do on a day-to-day basis. And I thoroughly enjoy my job. 
I really enjoy my job because it's challenging mm-hmm. and it takes buttons and it allows me to attack things in a technical nature and it allows me to attack things in a logical nature. But it all hurts. It all thing is my left side of my brain. The right side of my brain, I've been, you know, I've been doing art and I've I've done musical theatre, I've done acting, I've done drawing. I've You've done, done musical theatre? Yeah. So, just for the listeners, I that's it's still kind of secret, but I made Richard a song for his birthday, which was uh, very awful and <laughs> like uh, off off tones. Like uh, it was, uh, I made a pog song, yeah, and it was like, yeah, uh, really great. So this like is now like, and now I feel even more embarrassed that I sent you something if you did stuff in musical theater. That's fine. <laughs> oh, it was amateur stuff. It wasn't like professional stuff. It was people that, it was people, no, amateur, <laughs> this is going to sound terrible, but amateur theatre is for people that think they should be on stage, whereas professional people teach it like a, treat it like a job, you know. I, I always thought a professional theatre person is the type of person that learns to be able to sing, you know, eight times a week, whereas an amateur person says, I should be the star of the show kind of thing so it's all fun and yes because i was like that i've been there and you think you're talented and you're amazing and then you look back on your stuff and you're just like (gasps) what were you doing (laughs) you're such an embarrassment but anyway going back to your question um yeah i've always i've always created i I just i really um i don't know i'll get like a weird a kind of a weird thought and think oh maybe i should do this you know um what you know if you know, if all the you know if all the well-known people were fish in the board game industry, what type of fish they would be? And my mind will just go off on stuff and just think away on that. Or I'll come up with ideas for videos and stuff like that, and um, I'll plan it all out in my head to the point where I've scripted it in my head, and then I'll not fill it. But it's just the action of just creating something from nothing. Yeah, which is always fun. It's always enjoyable. And you did that with the podcast, but also you mentioned the writing and videos. Do you remember the first video you ever made? Um, yes. I'm not... Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, um, it was probably the... Um, it was probably back on the video game stuff. It's gone now. It's, it probably doesn't even exist. I did, um, yeah. Yeah, and it was probably just like um, taking the mick out of something taking the mic out of Nintendo or something like that or something along those lines. Because it used to be... Because it... I don't know. It wasn't like it is now. It's like... Nowadays, it's like... Unless you're kind of like putting up your video in like 1080p with like surround sound, everybody considers you an amateur. It's absolutely ridiculous. It's like... I don't mean to say, oh, I'm really old and I'm complaining. But I'm really old, people. And I'm complaining. <laughs> Okay, that back when I was introduced to YouTube videos, you used to get, you know, people used to film on their phones in portrait, <laughs> like the in portrait oh, no, mode, portrait, like but... the in portrait mode, right? And you were all happy. You were all happy with it. It didn't matter. You know, people were grateful that you just wiped down the lens so it wasn't blurry when they were like looking at you on YouTube. And the sound, nobody had the sound. You just had somebody from back here <laughs> kind of going, okay. I'm going to eat 57 marshmallows through my nose. And then that's what would happen. And then that's... The Shelby Bunny Challenge! <laughs> and they're just like... Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and that would be it. Not nowadays. 
you know, if like if that's not in 1080p in the sense like it's like I just you know, saw a comment the other day. It's like, oh yeah, I really like your video, but where's your lav mic? And it's like, why? <laughs> Who gave you the ability? Why, why are you complaining? But I suppose, and everybody's like saying, oh well, the sound's got to be right now because if the sound isn't right, you're not about anything, you know. And that's a big um, that's a big hurdle to anybody kind of creating content because these things cost money. I was talking about it with somebody the other day, and it's like. Well, if you want to get on Twitch, you've got to have like your PC, you've got to have a good internet connection, you've got to have a good mic, you've potentially got to have a green screen, you've definitely probably got to have a webcam, you've got to have a clamp for the webcam. You've got all these different things to kind of set up. And when I, you know, I mean, when I was a young person, it was like shadow puppets, you know, that's, yeah, like, you know, everybody does a bunny. And and now they're just they're asking for the world. These people asking for the world. There you go. Rant over. <laughs> I'm such an old man. Oh, okay. I just like no. that. It's like there's part of my brain that's saying you can stop talking now. You can stop talking at any minute. You can stop talking. And shut up. Stop talking. <laughs> You're embarrassing yourself. Stop uh, it. So there you go. Yeah, no, no, it's I, I totally get it. The bar for people that want to get into content creation or like creating anything at all, yeah, and take be taken seriously is ridiculously high. I mm-hmm. think because also the internet just and like technology improves so much, and I am fortunate that I was able to get a decent laptop, get a decent mic. Got a, an amazing webcam as a gift mm-hmm. uh, for my partner, and like it's amazing. But not everyone is able to do that. So how can we accommodate the scene for other people as well? That it's not like, of course, if you want to start off, you need to be able to like. In the end, what the people are saying should matter the most mm-hmm. because that's what or what what the the core of the message or the joke or whatever we should be able to see through technical difficult not difficulties but like not everyone has money laying around to just and get everything it's a huge it's a huge access it's a huge access issue for the for the um the industry i'll get, give you an example okay ben maddox who um who um is a wonderful, wonderful man who does five. He does five games for Doomsday, and he is he's an actor for for a living. That is what he does, and he's one of the most lo- he's lo- one of the most loquacious kind of. He's got a presence when you see when you hear him when you hear his podcast. He's a, he has a presence presence and there's a gravitas to him. And we were talking about video, and he, I, he, he would be amazing on video, and he is going to start doing his YouTube. But he said the first thing he's got to do is he's sort, got to sort out his camera, he's got to sort out his lighting, he's got to sort out his microphone. Now I'm just thinking about all these people who have absolutely amazing ideas, but you need like five hundred pounds plus to even kind of get yourself going, which is like you're talking about an accessibility point of view, and um. That, that, I don't know, that kind of really annoys me when kind of, um, when kind of certain people in the industry are kind of like poo-pooing what 
potential previewers, reviewers, and people that are filming video are doing. You know, it's kind of like, oh, you're getting your review copy, you should be happy. And it's like, well, oh, I investing to make sure your game looks fantastic. There should be a little bit of a kind of a a kind of a leeway going. I'm ranting again. I'm ranting. This, I'm ranting. This is a space where you can it's do whatever. People, this is like, um, just make sure we never have him on the show because he's obviously very grumpy. But you set me off. It was the Pogs thing. Oh, Pogs yeah. Thing. From the beginning. What, from the what beginning. Did, how, how did it start? How did the Pog feud start? Was it Emma May that just yes. started it? Yes. Or? Yes. She just started tagging you because that's what you said in the beginning. She just started tagging she you. She started in. tagging me. Yeah, we had a conversation about pogs, and I just said pogs were um, terrible things, and then that was it. I was just con- continually tagged to the point then that they guested on the show, and they was like, "Guess what? I'm rattling," and it, they were rattling a bag of pogs. <laughs> you know. <sighs> so the Emmas are now just you're as bad as like, each other. Yeah. You're as bad as each other. You need to go and you know, have a go and a long think about what you've been doing and potentially kind of kind of behave yourself. I sound grumpy, but I'm actually I'm having the best time. I'm still having the be- <laughs> I'm still having the best time because I get to I get to kind of like you know it's like one of these things. And anybody that's thinking about create creating content, just go and do it. You know, if you get yeah. 10 views on YouTube, just go and do it. So that's 10 people that have watched your stuff and they think it's, you know, and if and if you do it again and you get 12 people watching the next time, then isn't that, isn't that fantastic? That's amazing. You know, if you get, because it's really, really difficult because it's like I watch, because I do you, I do a lot, I do a reasonable amount of, yeah, I'm kind of going to do YouTube videos, but I do them on a regular basis now. Like I'm going to end up probably doing three a week like I did with the podcast because I'm a damn fool. But what happens when you go on YouTube and you watch your own videos on the right hand side, you get suggested videos and it's always shut up and sit down. And it's always like one of their videos. that has got like 147,000 views and you always feel absolutely terrible when you look at your own views. But yeah, but it's always it's it's kind of damn fun to do it because nobody else is going to do it for you. Nobody else is going to step in and, and say, oh, let me take you by the hand and let me set you up and let me film you and let let me kind of help you make mistakes and everything like that i'm ranting again i'm ranting and raving you know um yeah i've asked for the ranting of the night um there we go there we that's go. so much better than my song <laughs> <laughs> you know don't want to say anything but um, you just needed to uh no no yeah um i was gonna say something about the uh the the numbers are always your like for myself i will always start comparing myself to others and that's because you're like oh they those are the people that have been doing it for years but i need to remind myself they've been doing it for years and i never started this journey uh last year yeah. I started it just because I wanted to create stuff and not to like I was not even thinking about making a business about uh, uh, like at all because I was like I have an idea I want to film it. That's it. <laughs> I have a random podcast. I want to I want to do something with my time during my commute. I'm going to do it. I don't 
care. I was happy that even 10 people listened to it. Like that I reached so many people for me is already like, I don't know what number good numbers are. That's one of the plus sides of this podcast world. I'm not... It's more than I don't, one. I don't <laughs> good numbers is more than one. More than more one than is always one. good. More than one. And as long as the, that one person is not an immediate relative, if it's somebody else <laughs> that's listening, then that is, that is always a good thing. That is always a good thing. But the fact but you're doing it... It also takes time. And I think everyone... it's that's the good part about I think the board game industry is very welcoming to new creators and is so open and inviting for them Mm -hmm. and I feel like that's positive and I hope more people will try and do stuff Uh, Sarah is it Sarah the one one minute reviews she was doing on TikTok they're amazing and I she just came out of nowhere and she's amazing and I like you could do that with your phone I know. And that's the amazing part of it. Maybe the platform has its issues with a whole thing. I'm not <laughs> with, getting it. With being run by a megalomaniac country that potentially wants to take over the world and steal everybody's data. But that's it. I'm ranting again. But <laughs> I think the only thing, the only thing that concerns me about the board game industry and media creation is that it's very easy for there there to be kind of like um, not a claim, but almost oh that's already been done. So for instance, yeah. I can't I can't imagine I can't imagine anybody else now doing like a one minute review on TikTok because people will go oh well that's already been done, and I can't imagine kind of people you know um, doing like three minute board game reviews. Because it's also been done. done. And, you know, people doing songs, it's like people doing sketch shows and it's like, well, Paula's already doing that on Things Get Dicey. Oh, and you can't do apps because Mandy and Suzanne are doing apps. And it's like, and I think that's one of... In a way, everything has been done before. And that's not only in the board game world. That's in all the... I know. uh, The world is getting old. (laughs) (laughs) I feel old. Well, well, there... Humans have been around for long enough that pe- things are not a hundred percent original anymore. It's difficult to make something a hundred percent original, and I think it's more important to make something that's you and mm-hmm. like sincere mm-hmm. and not like. Of course, I my you know what idea popped into my head. You said like a one minute review has been done, a three minute review. I was like, oh, I'm gonna do one minute and ten seconds, eleven seconds or something. Like <laughs> just like to be just, something different, just as a one off, like for a joke. Yeah, but, but what I'm saying is, why can't you do one minute reviews as well? Yeah. Why can't you do three minute review? I mean, three minute reviews is different because that's his brand, and I guess one minute reviews. But then again, it's like, well, why not? And I think there's a danger of, you know, people saying, well, that's already been covered by that particular person. It's like, yes, I know, but um, we're never going to change. I mean, I'd like to see more sketch shows. I think Paula does amazing stuff and things get dicey. But also, I don't want to just see that, you know. Christian did amazing as well. Yeah, I want to see other people doing funny stuff. It's like um, the Dragon's Tomb. You know, with the funny reviews and stuff like that and people doing different things. I want to see other people kind of doing the same thing. But I still think there's kind of like a... Because we're smaller than we think and we're very, very small, much smaller than what we think, I think there's still a very much kind of like um, 
kind of like a sideways glance of somebody who started doing... It's like somebody going up and singing your song on karaoke. Yeah. There's that kind of... <laughs> there's that kind of my mentality kind of still going on. It's like, oh, look, they're doing I Will Survive. You can't do it, I Will Survive. That's, you know, that's Brenda's song. Brenda does I Will Survive. Yeah. Whereas... What we need to be now, saying, Brenda wants to revive. Uh, exactly, that's it. You know, <laughs> it's not going to be good. But what we need to maybe be doing is let these people do their own thing because they might end up doing something different, and in some ways, they might end up doing something slightly better as well that we could be missing out on. You know, um, you, you could have been really mad at me for doing an I remember you saying like. I told you I was going to yeah. start a podcast yeah. and you were like, oh, it's not going to be interview based, right? And I was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. maybe. maybe. <laughs> and you pretended not to be mad, but I... Th- <laughs> or you pretended to be mad. I was like, yeah, <laughs> I was just like that raging. I was, I think, I think I said I am incandescent with rage at the moment. I cannot even yeah. speak to you. I actually, I pressed the block button, I think. You've so many times done screenshots of almost blocking. Sent the screenshot, nearly go block. Do you wish to block? And I was like, oh yes. I said, just remember. But then, as I say, people do different. People do different things. You know, it's like I was talking about Ben, and Ben does fantastic interviews on Five Games for Doomsday, and they're structured and everything like that. But um, I think the best thing to do if you're thinking about doing something, is not to check out what other people are doing. I think that's really important because you're like yeah. saying comparing people. You can compare people to compare what other people are doing. And I think you just need to say, right, okay, let me do this and see where we go. And people are always looking out for for stuff or they're looking out for content creation. And the only other thing I would say to people is don't don't be so quick about trying to turn it into a side gig keep it as a hobby until this is you know until you've got a good choice to do it because it's because it's <laughs> sorry <laughs> no no but no it can add it can add a certain amount of stress an unnecessary amount of stress to people because there seems to be and this is hey capitalism i'm ranting again but there seems to be this thing about people get really really good at doing content creation or making videos or making podcasts or doing pictures or doing or making dice and then all of a sudden kind of the making money capitalism machine taps him on the shoulder and says hey you ever thought about patreon you know or you ever thought about streaming this and asking for subscriptions you know that kind of thing and um and I think that really really stops people it really really it can really really kind of downheart people because I see People doing kind of like Patreon and Patreon kind of paints this picture that if you open up a Patreon, then you'll get thousands and thousands of people coming to subscribe to you and back you. And the success stories on Patreon are like, it's like, oh, yeah, this is this guy here. He's been making content for 15 years. And then when he opened up his Patreon, he was on like 10 grand a month. And it's like, yeah, well, that's why he's on kind of like 10 grand a month. So that's a I'm full of advice. Um, remember we're <laughs> remember even if it's really sunny and you've got sun cream on to make sure you're still covering up because that sunscreen will sometimes wash off um, naturally and you don't want to get 
you don't want to get burnt. Um, Reapply every three hours, something? Yeah. Yeah. Look after your teeth, I think is a really... Brush twice a day. I would say try and avoid kind of sugar. Sugar is a terrible, terrible thing. And try and avoid Soda? Yeah, avoid it where you can. If you're going to drink a can, then drink through a straw, um, you know, um, you know. Uh, that kind of thing. What else can I say? I don't know. You know, we're you just... feel like saying all like, oh, start a Patreon and stuff, and that's all like things that might be happening for me in the future. I'm like, ah, uh, no, okay. it's not. Yeah. No, because you would, you are yeah. on this particular journey. But I'm I'm just saying yeah. in general, there's a hell of a lot of pressure for somebody yeah. to go. Oh, so you're drawing people as Dungeons and Dragons characters? That's kind of neat. Yeah, and what are you doing it for? Because I did, um, I've done everything in my word, ages ago, like years, literally years ago, and it still does exist on Facebook, is I used to draw people as video game characters. So people used to say, can you draw me as, um, can you draw me as this character here? Can you draw me as this character there? Um, can you draw me as Gordon Freeman from Half-Life 2? Could you draw me as the person from Portal? I've done that for somebody. Um, and that's what I would do. They would send me a photograph and I would draw them as a particular person. Yeah. And then I would send it, I would colour it in and it was all done in pencil and I would send it to them and they would keep it, yeah. And the number, of, and this, and it's interesting that the number of times that people kind of went, oh, you should turn this into a money-making kind of exercise. It's like, well, I don't want to do it for money because it becomes a business and then it's like the awkward thing about I got a lot of requests from people who just went, yeah, it'd be great. I'd love to be this particular character. And you would draw it for them and then they would be like, yeah, this is amazing. And they'd share it everywhere and it'd be absolutely fantastic. By automatically putting a value against that, you'd automatically be cutting some people out. I'm talking just away. Like <laughs> That's what we're here for. I know, it's... but I feel like I'm in the old people's home and like you're the only visitor <laughs> of the week. you know. And then I'm going to get turned back. And face towards the Back to face towards the, the face towards the window, and the only thing out there is a tree with some kind of strange squirrel that is just sitting there, eating stuff and waiting for me to die. <laughs> uh, oh no! I forget. I wanted to say something serious, but you just uh, the squirrel, squirrel. I'm like yeah. a dog. Squirrel, squirrel, yeah. squirrel, squirrel, squirrel. 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 Um. Wow. What was it? What was it? What was it? No, but I you totally were you like... were talking about me, kind of like publicly flaying you on the public square for deciding to go down a Patreon route. <laughs> Here, invite me on, and then let me destroy your business decisions. Putting a stress on a hobby. Yes. Um. Because yes, it it has been a hobby, and yes, I've decided to try and see if I can do stuff with it. Mm-hmm. Because I was also like, it's kind of now or never, and I will probably hate myself if I like if I look back later and I haven't yes. taken the plunge. Yes, but it's difficult. Like I don't like I don't want to like sound like I'm complaining, but it's already for me that I'm like I'm trying to fill my schedule with so many things already that I'm like, oh, I, how do I relax? How do you stop working when it's something you do as a hobby, which you enjoy, but it's also you you as a person, which you are selling quotation marks? Yeah, no, no. I see that. 
I see there's people in the industry I worry about their seriously worry about their mental health. Um just because of how they how they come across on social media and stuff like that. And I'm wondering if they're just saying it for the sake of saying it. But I do worry about certain people because of the amount of work that they actually do. And uh, uh, it's difficult for them to separate something that is meant to bring enjoyment into kind of like a job job. And it's almost a case of you need to, um, you need to have a separate, it's almost like you need to have a separate kind of um, presence. I don't think you should post like, I think if you've got a social media presence online and I think it's for your brand, I think you should stay in that brand. And then if you want to have a social media presence for talking about why you hate squirrels because they stand outside your window and they want you to die, (laughs) then I think that you have that as well you have a separate channel. And I think sometimes it's too easy for people to to almost, the brand becomes the whole person. It's all kind of intertwined and interlinked. So it's mm-hmm. difficult for them to say, well, this is me talking about the brand. This is talking about the person. And I think it's really yeah. difficult. I think you have to be, um, it's really, really easy at the beginning to take lots and lots of jobs and just take lots and lots of jobs because there's nothing more flattering than somebody saying, I am going to, uh, let me just reach in here. I'm just going to, I'm going to give you some money for oh, you yeah, but doing that's something not happening. for them. So that's, know, that's nice. <laughs> like, that's not something that's going to be my issue. I am not comfortable talking about money. That's something I'm going to need to learn mm-hmm. because I'm like, oh, I'd love to do that. I'd love to be on your stream. I'd love to have you on my stream. I'd love to do this and that. Mm-hmm. But Eventually, I need to... I, I live with my parents. I need to be able to... Uh, probably, in all realness, I will probably get a part-time job at some point mm-hmm. so I can like make enough money so I can at least move out of this house. That's well, you do probably have the, what's going to happen. You do happen. have a noisy cat, so there is that kind of, you know... That is a really big kind of incentive for just having a Patreon ca- goal, ca- having me move us. I think that's <laughs> an acceptable Patreon no. goal. And because you get people going, no. why is your Patreon goal moving out so the noisy cat doesn't disturb you? And it's like, have you heard my shows? And joining us, no, he's joining us next week. Sounds like an air raid siren. <laughs> No, it's more it's more if I be if I'm realistic, I know I should just get use this precious time I have mm-hmm. to get everything started, to get on my feet, have a stable like schedule and get something started and then once I know more I can look for a part time job or like a remote job or whatever and combine it. To, so I can have it as a hobby and a job. Yeah. And that would be amazing. But that's also like, I realistically, how many people are able to live of it? Not that many. So yeah, we'll see what happens. I'm already very grateful for all the support I've gotten so far. So mm-hmm. that's already amazing. And yeah. <laughs> but somebody was saying to me, you have to put your prices up. You have to put your prices up. My... um. My friend whose dad's an electrician, he was getting, he was in his 50s. So he, had, he was, you know, bad back and everything like that. And he just couldn't, and he was going about and he would go around and Mrs. Miggins would complain about kind of like, uh, 
she couldn't reach to get the light bulb because she was living in one of these old houses with a high ceiling. So he would go in on a ladder and he would change the light bulb and she would like say, oh, look, there you go, son. Here's a pound of mints or here's a steak. And that was it. And he would take that. Here's a steak. Here's a steak. Which, you know, if you think about it, like, you know, they cost about five pounds. So it's like, it's not an awful lot, really. But he got to the point where he was like, uh, he got to the point where he, there was certain jobs he just did not want to do because he was known, he got a reputation for being very, very reasonable. But it got to the point where he was working 50 hour weeks because being very, very reasonably priced means you need to work 50, 60, 70 hour weeks in order to... So one day he just decided there was a job, it was a rewiring job, and he just decided to bunk his price up. And the person said yes. <laughs> so it took him two days. He didn't need to work the rest of the week because he had made an awful lot of money. And I think one of the things that everybody... um is is that we're in hobby media and we're in hobby creation and we're doing hobby services, but that doesn't mean we'd get hobby prices. And I think that's a really, really big, that's a really, really big mistake that a lot of people make that somebody says, well, what's your hourly rate? And it's like, my hourly rate is a hundred euros. <laughs> that's a lot. It's not. No. No, it's not. No, it's not. That's what you're doing. If you're doing a job of work, block of work, it's not an awful lot of money because they're paying, they're not, or you just, or you don't do an hourly rate. You say the job task for doing this job is X amount. And that's what I would yep. do. And that's what we've done. And I, I mean, people say to me, well, how much is it an hour? And it's just like, you're not paying. You're not paying for my time. What you're paying for me is the fact that I've been learning how to do this for the last eight years and you're paying for the fact that I'm saving you eight years worth of learning in order to get somebody like me to come in and do it for you straight away. Yeah. And the biggest thing, especially with like women and and Suzanne talks about this, I think, a lot. And says that one of the biggest things in the industry is women and minorities completely devaluing how much they're willing to charge rather than going in with a price. And yet I know other people who work in the industry that charge, you know, a lot of money for their services and people take them on board because it's a certain area of responsibility. I'm now welcome to dad hour on the <laughs> dad pointless, <laughs> the pointless <Pirate laughs> podcast. Well, we'll be talking about jobs. We'll be talking about work life. We'll be talking about how to run your business. We'll be talking about psychopath squirrels and we'll be letting a very, <laughs> we'll be letting an old man who obviously doesn't get out since he's been in lockdown for the last, this is the thing last three and a half months have been in lockdown it's like, you are the only person I've really spoken to. No. Oh. You're getting it yeah. all. There you go. <laughs> okay, so we'll then close with a more light question. Please. To... <laughs> I, feel, I, your just, I just feel like I'm going to So like, oh my goodness, I'm going to have to edit so much out of this. I'm going to have to put a laughter track in the background in order to lighten the mood of it. Guess what? You don't have to edit anything. This is so weird. I can see anything at all. Can I do this? <laughs> you can, and I will probably, <laughs> probably keep it. Uh, okay, so right. who is your favorite wizard? Oh my goodness. That's <sighs> really that's a really that's a really, really tricky one. Because they're all terrible. 
absolutely every single one of them. There's not even a decent. There's not even a decent one. I mean, Gandalf's okay, but he's a bit lazy. You know, I mean, he needed to die before he became any good. And then he came back as Gandalf the White. And then he was just, I guess, okay. But you don't actually see him do any... Do you know what? He had one of those LED torches attached to the top of his staff. If you look in the film, he just switches. So that's all he does in the entire film. Is he? He's just, his robe's got these LED torch lights all the way down them. And all he does is when he wants to kind of like show his power... He just switches them on, he just blinds everybody. I mean, when he's riding down the hill to defeat the orcs, he's just got a really big torch. It's just one of these, you know, 100 million candle really big kind of torches. So, you know, but wizards, who would you say? Who's my favourite one? I just, that's a really horrible question to ask me because I just really, you know, I don't... Don't like wizards. I just really don't, you know, I just really don't, I just really don't um, kind of like them. Um... Mm. I'm going to say Cedric Diggory from Harry Potter because he had the decency to get killed. (laughs) (laughs) By a squirrel, perhaps. No, by Lord Lord Voldemort, didn't he? (laughs) Killed him in the Goblet of Fire. He expelled Amistam or whatever it is. He averaged cadaverdom. Avacadaver. (laughs) I just know he Dutch (laughs) pronunciation. That was the that was the whole point. That was the whole point. That was the whole point. That he dies. No, it was the whole point. This? It was meant to be abracadabra. It was meant to abracadabra. Oh no, Ooh. no, that's wrong. Are you allowed to have magicians? Are you allowed to have you saying wizards? Are you also allowed to have magicians? Are they in the same thing? Or are they different? Because I would if it was like magicians, then I would say Christian Bale's character, um, in uh, the Prestige. Oh. Yeah, okay, maybe, but I feel like Wizards was a oh, better okay. Gan- question. Gandalf then, right? Let's have him. No, Saruman, actually. You, you, you said Cedric, no, you, no, you said Gandalf, I'm then say Cedric. Sar- I'm going to change my mind. It's a women's prerogative to change your mind. I'm going to say Saruman yeah. because that hair game, the straightness. Yeah. The straightness going on in that hair game. I can forgive the nose, but the straightness, if you look at that hair... I mean, it's perfect. How how long does it take Saruman when he gets up in the morning to get that he hair? Go to bed. <laughs> he doesn't get that hair sorted out. He's got like an orc coming up, and they're go- like basically he's going and get the fire ready, and they get the fire ready, and then he gets two of the two of the the flat blade swords, and then he's got an orc heating those blades very lightly in the fire, and then they're kind of. Tss- like straightening irons down the side of his hair, so he's he's like you know. Soroman it is. Soroman the White with his amazing hair. Yeah. Final answer. <laughs> final answer. Final answer. Okay, <laughs> no no turning back. Did I win the million pounds? Well, I don't have that much money. So. <laughs> come on the wrong show. no prize money. The wrong show. Yeah, sorry. Maybe maybe you needed the I'll come back next pointless uh, parrot uh, lottery. Probably. Podcast. You could start that. You could actually start that. The pointless parrot lottery. What you do is give us <laughs> just... give us give us ten Bingo, like... pay us ten euros and at the end of the week one of you'll win ten euros. And that's 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 how they do it. And you could get hundreds <laughs> of people giving you ten euros and then one lucky winner gets eleven euros. Because that's what we're talking Dead about. Dead hour again. <laughs> 
And then you could just disappear in the sunset like some kind of fraudster. Well, probably Kevin in the woods somewhere. But yeah, I don't, okay. I'm not really a sun person. But there you go. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for uh, taking your uh, uh, scare time, like uh, limited time. Uh, no, that sounds like <laughs> the squirrels so waiting outside. The squ- <laughs> squirrels waiting outside. My limited time. Your your precious. I'm time. waiting to die. Basically, I'm <laughs> I'm 45 now. I'm in. I'm really in the risk category. You know, I'm just you know. It's gonna. What's gonna happen? I meant more. I, I of, of course meant more. Like you're a busy person, so take <laughs> valuable time. That's what I meant. You're limited. Precious. Was it? You know. Precious value. <laughs> send people after me. I'm gonna be killed by a parrot. It's like one of your. Yeah, that one over there. That's hey, like the inflatable parrot is my hit hits parrot. That's <laughs> I was gonna like. like, like it's on like a drone. You pay up, or else <laughs> I will scream in your ears. I'm gonna like totally be killed by an inflatable parrot. Death by parrot plastic paper cuts. That's gonna be so much fun. Well, it's nice. Yeah, we nice gotta to be know. careful, otherwise Matthew and Nick and uh, Paula will come after us for the death by monsters. Well, that's parrot. what we're saying. We could do death by something else, and then they would that's just true. have to live with it because we could say, "Well, there's other podcasts called Death from Death by, isn't there?" That's I don't know. I it's just another idea. They're that. just gonna have to live with it. Death by penguins Death is probably something. Really, would that not be really slow? Death by penguins. Or they would... Oh, what if they all combined their power and all... You like, no, circle. just drown you by, like, keeping you under as a group. Or they... My brain gets dark sometimes, they I'm surround, sorry. they surround you in a circle, and then they all just start pecking away. Oh, no. And slowly you just... Get picked away bit by bit and sink slowly as you get eaten. Oh no, why don't we go this way? <laughs> uh, okay, if if they want to look your funny videos up, because you the They're podcast is not, no more at this no, moment. They can still listen. It's not like the podcast disappeared. It's yeah. still there. Just don't, you know, it's just all pre-COVID, pre-lockdown, pre pre the world pre the world going to hell. So if you want to yeah. hear it as somebody who sounds grossly unaware of what's going on in the world, then please you can go to our our um you can I've forgotten how I used to do this all the time. I used to be so good at it as well. But you just search You know your outro, right? Where can they find you? Yeah, you can find us on all the different worn out places, worn out faces, bright and early for the daily races. You can find us on you can find us on our website, which is we'renotwizards.com. You can find us on our um, blog where we write reviews, which is we'renotwizards.co.uk. You can find us on Twitter at we'renotwizards. You can find us on Instagram where we take some fantastic photographs of gluten-free and dairy-free cakes that we have been making and a baking and a shaking. It's Instagram. I'm awaiting one in my uh, my inbox and as a payment for the strobe waffles. You're going to be waiting a long like, long time because I have to come yeah. by post. <laughs> yeah. You can't get... <laughs> Sorry for interrupting. You can't get cake through email. Unfortunately for you, the cake is a lie. Yeah. So there you go. Um, yeah. So all those different types of places. And YouTube as well as youtube.com forward slash C's forward slash We're Not Wizards Tabletop Podcast. 
There you go. And that's where where you you you're focusing mostly on the video and yeah, content now, right? focusing on that. I'm I'm enjoying the writing stuff. I'm enjoying kind of telling writing <laughs> writing reviews and just generally being kind of critical about them, which is all fun rather than saying other things. But no, I'm having a lot of fun. <laughs> And until somebody stops me, I'm going to keep on doing it. Yeah. <laughs> squirrel will leave until you to get it. killed by a squirrel. If I get killed by a squirrel now, you're going to be really feeling really bad. Oh, yeah. Imagine if it's Or like... penguins. Yeah. <laughs> death. It's a, a circle of penguins outside just waiting. They just don't look outside the window. I know. Don't, like, don't I look. I can't don't... look out. They're just there. They're, They're just literally staring at you. Staring. They're pretty tall. Penguins are actually a lot bigger than you think. Everybody thinks penguins are about six inches high, but the really big ones are huge. It also depends on the, the, the kind of penguin mm-hmm. you have in front of you. If you have the emperor penguins, they are bigger than yep. other penguins. Uh, I know way too many penguin facts. <laughs> Probably somewhere stored in Just my brain. bringing it back. Thank you bringing it back. so much for your time. I'm going to now try to do my outro. So <laughs> <laughs> that I'm not as well-versed as you are in that as... Because I haven't had 400 episodes to practice it. I know. But you can find a Pointless Parrot uh, podcast uh, online at Parrot Podcast on Twitter and Pointless Parrot Podcast on Instagram. I also have a website that's pointlessparrot.com where you can also find links to the merch Redbubble store, to my Twitch channel, to the podcast episodes itself, a random video upload of me trying to play Portal. Because <laughs> I post... I. Uh, I lost one of the Portal thoughts. That's okay. It's okay. All the Portal 1 videos should be up on YouTube. Mm-hmm. If not, I'm trying... Pick YouTube is going to be the next thing I'm going to pick up. Just just give me the time to get everything sorted out. Um, you can also find me at mzaya on Twitter and Instagram, where I post also pictures of vegan, gluten-free. No, they're not completely gluten-free, but also dairy-free cakes. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, I think that's all. Thanks for listening. We're going to say bye to the squirrel outside of Richard's window uh, <laughs> and Richard's himself. And to you all, so bye-bye. 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 <laughs> <laughs>